Welcome back to Shred's Takes. I am honored to have one of my former, I guess I can call him a coach and also just a buddy of mine. He's a senior at UMass, Nick Kennedy. Thank you for coming to the show today, man. I appreciate you being on Shred's Takes. Great to be here, Shreds. Thanks for having me, brother. It's good to see you. Good to see you. Absolutely. So let's start jumping into NFL free agency because that's what you know we both want to talk about today. And uh, I, I think the big thing to start off with is uh, you know the Chicago Bears get a mediocre quarterback once again, and they get uh, Andy Dalton for one year, ten million dollars. They they uh, they they you know they push for Russell Wilson. And, you know they they offered I think three draft picks, two starters, and then there's something else in that deal from what I remember, but. You know, like they got Andy Dalton, who was a backup for Dak and, you know, didn't lead the, you know, he's, he's, he's mediocre. He's, he's, he's like, eh, you know, I mean, that's kind of how I feel about him. Um, I don't know how, how you felt about that, but I thought for the Bears end, that was just a major letdown. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. To, to have all those talks around Russ and specifically and to have them kind of fail at that and then kind of just make a lateral move by getting Andy Dalton. I mean, I, I honestly, I, I think that Mitchell Trubisky probably would have been a better play re-signing him. You know, you, you kind of already know what you got in Dalton. It's not like Trubisky played terrible last year, but um, it's, you know, interesting to keep franchise tagging Allen Robinson when the problem is who's throwing him the ball. <laughs> yeah. I think that's what it ultimately comes down to though, because if you think about it, right, it comes down to like who they have a quarterback and the bears issue the last couple of years is that their defense has always been pretty good, right? Top 10 in the NFL, right? So good defense. You know, Allen Robinson's good, but their skill people are okay. But, you know, that, that could be worked around. But the biggest problem is quarterback. They just, like, don't seem to get that position right. You know, they got to the Super Bowl with Rex Grossman. But then since then, it's been, like, Jay Cutler, Mitchell Trubisky, Nick Foles, and then now Andy Dalton. And, yeah, I agree with you. Like, I, I, you know, I don't really know. I don't know if you really see, like, why they keep on, you know, what they're, what they're looking for in offense. Because I feel like to, in today's NFL, you want a mobile, dynamic quarterback that can throw and move as well you don't want to just you know unless you're Tom Brady you don't want a guy just sitting behind the pocket and that's all he can do and I feel like Andy Dalton doesn't really he's not really mobile anymore no I I agree with that I think Trubisky's much more mobile um and you know they're they're getting the running game going last year and I I heard they're they're in the mix for Kenny Galladay so you know if you have those two on the outside you would seemingly think that Trubisky would be a better option a little bit more mobile and obviously the familiarity there but uh I think that's very telling that they just gave up on Trubisky that much and went with Andy Dalton. I mean, you know, Ryan Pace is can't, fi- can't seem to figure it out. Can't seem to figure out the quarterback position for the bears, which is unfortunate because re- like you said, the rest of the roster is pretty good. So, you know? Yeah. Now let's talk about the Washington football team getting Fitz magic, Ryan Fitzpatrick for people who don't know what I'm referring to by Fitz magic. <laughs> and uh, here's the thing, right? People are saying all oh, this, they totally win the NFC East with this. I I'm not one of those believers. I, I think that he, he's a, he's a good pickup because on any given Sunday, you don't, you know, he could throw over 400 yards and four touchdowns because he's, he's a gunslinger. He's very talented. Right. But he has a losing record as a QB in his 17 seasons. This is his ninth team. And again, he was good with the Dolphins last year, but I just don't know. So you don't know what you're getting from him each week. One week will be 400 passing yards. And then one week it'll be three interceptions. So mm-hmm. my, my stake is still that, you know, I, I don't think any team, in the NFC East is really that good. I think the giants are getting better, but I think they still need another couple of years. We'll see how Daniel Jones pans out. And then the Cowboys get Dak back. If Dak comes back healthy, you know, they, they look like the lock to win the division, even though I don't think they're going to be that good. Talk a little bit about what you thought about the Fitzpatrick deal for the Washington end. 
I mean, as a, as a Dolphins fan, I mean, you, you know that I'm a Dolphins fan. So, um, I mean, obviously he's played great for us the past few years, but I think he hit the nail on the head. Like, you don't really know what you're going to get. It's either great or it's bad and really bad. So, um, I think he's better than, um, you know, than that, what they had last year. But at the same time, I don't think that really makes them the favorite in the division. I agree with you. I'm, I'm with the Cowboys just pretty much solely because of Dak. I think that their defense will get better, mainly just because, I mean, Dan Quinn will be there and Mike Nolan was a disaster last year. Um, and I think the Giants get a little better too, honestly. I think that they were close last year. And, and I think if Daniel Jones stayed healthy, they probably would have been the ones representing the NFC East in the playoffs. Um, their defense is really good. And I mean, they're in the mix for Kenny Galladay too and getting Saquon back. And I mean, they could have some weapons there too. So, uh, I, I don't think that really makes them the favorite, but I really like what, what, what Washington's done. I mean, they've, they've got Curtis Samuel, which is, which is a big help and pairing him with Terry McLaurin. I mean, their front seven is one of the best in the league. So getting William Jackson from the Bengals is a great, great at corner is a great pickup. So, um, they've made a lot of good moves, but it's kind of, it's almost like a letdown to get Fitzpatrick when they're involved with like Stafford and um, you know, even like Sam Darnold, I think probably would have been more exciting, you know? Um, but yeah, I don't think that makes him the favorite though. Yeah. Yeah. So what, let's talk about the new England Patriots deal. Um, I, I look at it as, okay, you know, that Cam Newton is good with it when he has good tight ends on his team, right? That's kind of where he's been at his best. And I'm still a guy who says, I, look, Cam Newton was, was really bad last year. Mm-hmm. You can, you know, contribute to a, a lot of different things. If you ask certain people, they're going to say more to like the coronavirus issue. I think he just said, you know, he just wasn't, you know, himself. And I just, I think that, you know, he's, he's definitely just not as good as he once was. I still think he's a serviceable quarterback that if you give him good tight ends where he, has, he doesn't have to throw a deep ball all the time, mm-hmm. he, he, he can be pretty effective for you. Talk a little bit about, and also just, again, they got, you know, a bunch of defensive guys as well within that too, right? Got a lot of guys. And I see it as a response yeah. to Brady winning, right? I think Belichick does not want to see Brady winning every Super Bowl without him. And Belichick wants to start, you know, getting the the Patriots back on top. Explain why you think that moves, those moves were good moves for the, the Pats. Do you think that, you know, helps them in the AFC East race with the Bills and the Dolphins from your mm-hmm. end? Yeah, and I think it definitely doesn't help that the Bucs are bringing the whole band back together. So I think that Belichick, that, that urgency kind of heightens. But, um, I mean, the Patriots have made a lot of good moves. I, they're, I, I really hate to say it, but uh, getting Andrews back, especially when they didn't think they were going to get him and rebuilding the offensive line. And, I mean, they're going to run they're going to run a power offense. I mean, they're going to run two tight end sets, one back, cam the shotgun, and they're going to run and be able to do a lot of that. But, um and defensively, I mean, getting Hightower back and getting Van Noy back and, um, you know, all, all those guys that the, that the Godshaw from Miami, um, Judon, like, uh, I mean, their defense is going to be back up there, especially if they hang on to Gilmore. But um, offensively, obviously, the two tight ends are, are the storyline. Uh, I don't really like the Aguilar move that much. I like the Kendrick Bourne move, actually. Um, but it all comes down to whether Cam can throw, and that's a big if. I don't know if his shoulders are – I don't know if he can do it. I mean, he was just throwing ground balls last year, you know, 15, 20 yards down the field. So, you know, it's 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 all about Cam, really. It's all about Cam. But uh, it's been wild to see to see Bill go after it like that and uh, concerning, as, <laughs> concerning as a Dolphins fan. But <laughs> – 
Yeah. Well, I, I think, you know, but, but I think the interesting thing, right. You know, the dolphins were in this mix with uh, Deshaun Watson, right. And look, I, I look at Deshaun Watson and a lot of times I sit there and, and when I hear players demanding trades, I sit there and I'm like, okay, but like, is the front office really that bad. Like, it's just because that, you know, you, you lost in star talent In Deshaun's case, he has every right to complain. You know, management's been terrible. The team was awful last year when he had a career year. Yeah. And the Dolphins, you know, were in the sweepstakes form in a sense. But the problem is with the Texans is they have said we are not trading him. And Deshaun wants to go to, if he has trade destinations, in Denver and San Francisco. Do, yeah, you, think there's a, do you think that he's going to get traded to one of those two spots? And if you're San Francisco, for example, would you be willing to give up a lot to get him? That's a great question. Uh, I do think they end up trading him. I think that, I don't know when that'll come, uh, you know, especially with the sexual assault allegations that have been alleged with him in the last, in the last week or so, but I do think he gets traded. I think that the Tyrod Taylor thing is kind of like, okay, if we trade him, we're probably going to draft a QB and Tyrod can do, you know, be the bridge that he's done so many times before and, and with the chargers and with the Browns. And I mean, even with the Bills. So, um, but I, I can't really see the Broncos. I don't really know how much they have to offer. And, you know, but I could see Elway trying to do something like that, like that, because he doesn't have a lot of patience and he's rifled through quarterbacks since Peyton Manning retired. But um, if I was the Niners, I would, I, I, I would absolutely do it. I would absolutely do it. If they get Deshaun, I, they're the favorite in the, they're the favorite in the NFC, I think. And I mean, you could probably argue maybe for the whole league. I think. I mean, that that's just their that they're one piece away. Their roster is loaded. Um, and they made some great signings, getting Trent Williams back and getting Alex Mack and use check back. Like and Kyle Shanahan, like their their offense is gonna be good no matter who you put at quarterback and with Kyle Shanahan, or maybe not good, but at least decent. Um, so if I was a, if I was a Niners, I would do it. And if they got him, I think that that puts them in the top two three teams in the league right with the Chiefs in the box yeah because the issue I, I've heard just, is just that you know what are you willing to give up in terms of like you know San Francisco's got a great defense and there's people that argue that Jimmy Garoppolo is a, is a valuable piece look he's a good quarterback I'm not mm-hmm. you know sit here and say that this guy is not good he, he you got them to a Super Bowl so he's a good yeah. quarterback mm-hmm. but the thing with him is you know the injuries keep piling up And if Deshaun Watson is on the table, which again, we don't know that because the Texans aren't willing to trade him. Mm -hmm. I think if he's, you know, I think he's going to sit out the season and I think that you're going to have to roll with either Justin. I think they're either going to get Justin Fields in the draft or someone like that. You're going to have to roll with Justin Fields or Tyrod Taylor. And Mm -hmm. again, his, you know, the value of Deshaun as he sits out, the value will unfortunately go down. It's just how it is. Mm -hmm. Not saying because Deshaun can't play, but it's just because he's sitting out games. So the Texans in order to get the most back for him, really, I think, should be trading him because, again, you don't want that kind of situation in the locker room. You know, what I see is just that you don't want a, a whole media glooming thing over, you know, Deshaun Watson not playing, and you want to just be able to play football, I feel like. Yeah, I agree. I mean, you got a new you got a new coach, a new GM. I mean, they have no draft picks, so you think that kind of restock the, the pantry by getting rid of Deshaun, but I agree. I think it's only going to get uglier, and I think it'll be really interesting after the draft because – I don't know what teams will want to wait till after the draft. Like I was thinking about it the other day, you know, I don't know if Carolina is willing to wait. I think Carolina maybe tries to get a quarterback. I think, you know, maybe Denver, San Francisco, try and get a quarterback. Um, You know, the jets obviously have a major decision to make. And I think, you know, I think the dolphins 
are in a good position to wait because we have two on our roster. Like we could wait until training camp or whatever that, you know, whatever that may be. And I think San Francisco could do the same uh, and Denver. So I think that those, I, I think that those are kind of the, pretty much the three teams. I could see Carolina maybe waiting and hanging on to bridge. Cause I have Bridgewater obviously, but um, I think those four teams, I think that, I think it's gotta be one of those four teams. I think it has to be. Yeah. I mean, the thing with Miami though, is just that, I look, there are some people who want to just give up on Tua right away because his passing numbers weren't spectacular last year. He was, he was very accurate, but he wasn't throwing the ball deep down the field. He played it very conservatively, right? He just, he threw a lot of dink and dunk kind of plays, right? To kind of, and, and again, you guys have a fantastic defense. Ryan Flores is a very good coach. So, you know, in that position, right? If you have a chance to get Deshaun Watson, take him. But I think, you know, Deshaun sure. looks like, I think, if I had to be honest, I think he probably wants to go to San Francisco. If that's his, if that's that has to be his number one choice because yeah. Kyle Shanahan would get a lot out of him. They have a great defense. But the thing is, I want what I wanted to shift over a little bit to is now another guy who's on the trade block a lot, and I think that should be off the Jets, in my opinion. Even though I don't think he's a bad quarterback, is Sam Darnold, right? I think the Jets that 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 marriage has not worked out very no. well. Sam Darnold didn't you know live up to his potential. The Jets haven't really done a great job either. So I look, I look at him and say, if Deshaun is not available, San Francisco could get him. And I think that, you know, look, I, I'm, I'm, you know, Sam Darnold's not Deshaun. They're not, I don't think they're gonna be the favorites in the NFC if they get Sam Darnold. How do you feel about Sam Darnold? I, I like Sam Darnold personally. I think it's really hard to evaluate him. I think that the Jets have just, they've dealt him probably the, the worst hand that could have been dealt to a quarterback. Um, I mean, yeah, they have no offensive line, no weapons. Adam Gase is a disaster. Um, but I think, you know, yeah, I, I, I think they have to move on. I think they kind of have to move on. I think that it's kind of just ran its course. And honestly, for Sam Darnold, I kind of hope that they do and that he does get that he is able to get, get out of there and get a fresh start. Um, but yeah, I, I think that that would be interesting. That also kind of seems like a, like a lateral move. I don't know how much of an upgrade he'd be over Jimmy G. Um, but I don't know. That, that, that would be interesting. That'd be interesting for sure. So as you saw, Drew Brees just retired, right? Obviously one of the greatest quarterbacks to ever play football and, you know, did a, did a lot for that city and just a lot for that team, right? So mm-hmm. incredible career. Not a surprise that he retired at all because he looked broken down in that game against the Bucs. He just did. Like I, the injuries looked like they really piled up on him. He couldn't really throw any sort of deep ball. And, and look, you know, now he's going to go into NBC broadcasting. So, you know, he, I think he, I think he's going to be pretty good at that too. Cause I think he has a great knowledge of the game and he's a good speaker. So I think he'll be good there, Absolutely. but I, I look at the saints quarterback situation and I think it's, it's Jameis's to lose. And I think with Jameis, this could be a great chance to turn around his career in a positive direction. Cause he's got a lot of talent, but he's got a lot of decision-making issues. Again, he had 30 picks in the last time he was a starter, but he also mm-hmm. threw 30 touchdowns and 5,000 yards within that season. So a lot mm-hmm. of talent, but poor decision-making. Do you think that Jameis Winston can turn his career around with Sean Payton as his head coach in New Orleans? I agree. I think, I think it's his position to lose. And I think we've talked a lot about Kyle Shanahan and his play calling ability. And I think Sean Payton's right up there with him. Um, So I think that if, if there's a, I don't think there's really a better situation for him to walk into, Uh, you know, they have a, obviously their salary cap is a disaster. So what, what, how they plan to figure that out? I don't know, but uh, their own line's good. Obviously, having Kamara and having Michael Thomas and having a style of offense that obviously the last last year or two, Drew Brees changed a lot. But 
was typically trying to push the ball down the field and and get into playmakers' hands. I think that uh, I think that he could. I think it's his best shot to at least. I think it's his best shot to at least. Let's talk a little bit about earlier free agent uh, signings because I, I didn't get a chance anyone to kind of talk about this. So I want to talk about Carson Wentz to Indianapolis, which I talked a little bit about with one of my buddies that was on the show, but. The thing I get from it, right, is that it, it's, it was the most logical choice for Carson Wentz because Frank Reich is a guy who has worked with him in the past, had success with him in the past, right? Carson Wentz had his best season as a pro with Frank Reich as his offensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. I see, look, I don't see him coming back to be an MVP. Uh, I, I, I'm not a hater on Carson Wentz. It's just he had such a poor year last year. Could be a mixture of all things because the previous year in 2019, he actually was very good. Yeah. I, think, I think just the thing with me is that he needs to, I think, just his confidence level and his decision-making need to be just, you know, brought back a little bit more, like built back up. Mm-hmm. I think he's going to be a good quarterback for them because I think over time, because I think Frank will, you know, get him more confident. And I think the big problem with him is he holds the football on too long. Mm-hmm. And I think Frank's, because he tries to gunsling a lot. And I think mm-hmm. Frank's going to be like, look, make the easy play, then we'll go to the gunsling. Because I, th- I don't know how you feel about Carson Wentz. And then, does, you know, does he make, I think, you know, the Colts are a playoff team with him. They're, I don't think they're a Super Bowl contender though. Yeah, I, I, I don't. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you on that. But I think that it's the same thing with Jameis. Like, it's his best chance for success. I think that you, you mentioned Frank Wright, and they're going to try and get the ball out of his hands quickly. Their own line's really good. Obviously, Jonathan Taylor had a monster rookie year last year, and getting Marlon Mack back was is just kind of a little, little bonus for that. Um, but yeah, I think like he's going to put him in, in positions to succeed. And I think you, you said it best. Like, I think it was a lot to do mentally with why he struggled last year. Um, so it'll be good that he's with a familiar face and, and uh, having those, that structure of offense that they have good O-line, good running game, being able to utilize a play action, hopefully get the ball out of his hands quickly. And if he can be solid, like again, the Colts are a playoff team. Absolutely. I mean, they were last year with Phillip rivers and I would expect, I mean, Phillip rivers had a pretty, pretty good year last year, pretty solid, but I'd expect Carson wants to play at or around that level. And if he does, I think that they're, they're a playoff team again. Let's talk a little bit about, before I get into the Matthew Stafford deal, which obviously was huge, I, yeah. I want to talk about what you thought about, look, Dak Prescott got the second highest contract of any quarterback in the NFL, and he's guaranteed the most amount of money. Because, look, yeah. Jared Jones has the, the amount of money to, p- to pay these guys a lot of money, right? He's built a great brand, right? You can argue that, you know, can, you can argue his decision-making in terms of how he spends it, but he's built a great brand as an owner, right? So he's able to spend that money. Mm-hmm. I think, look, Dak, if Dak Prescott, I think he's going to come back. I think he's still going to be a, a good, you know, top 10, 11 quarterback in the NFL. Uh, he might be higher on some people's list, but I mean, he's around that for me. And the, he, right. he, he helps the Cowboys definitely. To, you know, I think their defense still is very suspect, even with Dan Quinn, because I just, you know, their defense was just historically bad last year. Yeah. So I see them, you know, look, I see possibly win the NFC East and then bouncing out in the first round. That's what I know, normal Cowboys football. And I'm not blaming Dak for that, but he does give them the best chance to win, I think, at quarterback at this moment because you're not going to get Russell Wilson coming in the door. And I think, you know, Dak Prescott's a good quarterback. What are your yeah, thoughts I, on the deal? I agree. And I got a couple hot takes on the Cowboys. I haven't really made any yet. But uh, one, I mean, Jerry Jones really screwed, screwed this up. Should have paid Dak two years ago would have gotten him a lot cheaper. And I, I mean, good for Dak and dude bet on himself and cashed in big time. And I'm, you know, I'm happy for Dak because he seems like a great, a great dude, but um, and he, he messed up. They have some, their cap space is ridiculous and they should trade Zeke. I'm going to, they should trade Ezekiel Elliott. 
um, because I think that they have to invest in the defense and they don't have the resources to. And if you're going to pick between the trio of him, Dak, and Amari, who are you going to pay? Dak and Amari have to be at the top of that over Zeke. And it, you have to value those positions over Zeke. So um, I would trade Zeke if I were them. I think that they need defensive help They badly, and, but they just don't have the funds to do it. Um, happy for Dak. I think that he'll come back and I think he'll be a top five to seven quarterback in the league. Interesting. So the last thing is the one thing actually of those takes I don't necessarily agree with. I don't think five to seven. He's, look, he's a good quarterback. Yep. Don't get me wrong. Like, like I, I, you know, as a Giants fan, I, I, I can, res- you know, I don't like the Cowboys, obviously, yep. but I, you know, I, I respect Dak Prescott. I think he's a good leader. I think he works hard. I think he's got a lot of really good talent, and I think he makes good decision making. I mean, look, he's a good quarterback. Um, you know, unfortunately, when he he looked he, before that injury, he was having unbelievable passing statistics. Yeah. I think it, per, per game he had the most yards thrown of all time. Uh, and, and the thing is, the team was one and three, not because of him necessarily, but it was, it was, it, it was kind of back to poor starts and the yeah. defense just allowing 40 points every single game. And every game was a shootout. It yeah. was similar to Matt Ryan in Atlanta, but let's, exactly. let, no. yeah. Right. So let, 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 let's shift wow. over to Matthew Stafford, right? I yeah. like this acquisition for the Rams again, like what, like we've talked about with Jameis and Carson Wentz, this is his best chance to win. Oh yeah. He's with Sean McVay. Who's, arguably one of the top two, three offensive minded coaches in the league. Yep, you could argue, yep. I, I think Shanahan's slightly better than him in terms of younger coaches because he's beaten him, he's beaten them head to head when they played against each other recently. But mm-hmm. I think, I do think that if you look at, because he, you know, the, the, you know, Nick Mullins versus Jared Goff, I think, I think Jared Goff was slightly better than Nick Mullins. Um, <laughs> but I think that what Matthew Stafford brings is he's very dynamic. He still can play at a high level, I think. And Look, I think they're, you know, one of the favorites to win the NFC next year just because their defense is top three in the league and they have, you know, weapons on the outside. Cooper Cup is an excellent, you know, slot receiver. And look, Matthew Stafford's a guy who likes to take home run hits, but he's been experienced enough where I think with a good offense, he can, you know, divvy down the turnovers a little bit and yeah. still, you know, have that all that talent, I think, actually be actualized to winning games. Your thoughts Great. on that? Agreed. And I don't think he, I don't, he's not going to be playing from behind as much too. That's the other thing, you know, he's trying to push the ball down the field and make plays. I don't think he's going to have to do nearly as much as that because I don't think they're going to be playing from behind. Like, like he was seemingly all the time in Detroit, but no, I agree with everything you just said. I, I think Matthew Stafford is, will be in the MVP conversation at the end of the year. I think that he is, he's, I think he's that good. He's just kind of been overlooked because Detroit's been bad, obviously, but I mean, putting him with McVay, you mentioned the weapons and the defense. They're gonna be really, they're gonna be really fun to watch. I'm 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 kind of excited to watch them and, and watch Stafford because I mean, we talked about the Niners, like Jared Goff took him to a Super Bowl. So and Jared Goff isn't is not good. So <laughs> and for them to get out of that contract too is just also just a plus within and of itself. So to get Stafford back for that as a replacement, and they gotta be happy, but and it, it expands their window. It expands their window. So they'll be, they'll be a fun team to watch next year. So I don't know if you heard, but Atlanta is going to stick with Matt Ryan as his quarterback. From my standpoint, I, I think, look, I don't think Matt Ryan is bad. Last year he had a good statistical year. Their defense was atrocious. And look, I know that people are saying, look, you know, he, he you know, he, he, they call him Matty Ice because of his, you know, his clutchness, but then, you know, in the Super Bowl, that whole thing happened, right? where they blew a 21 point yeah, lead. We don't, we don't need to talk about that. We, we don't, we don't really need to talk about it, Right. But the thing is when I look at Matt Ryan, I say, okay, look, he still can play. He's pretty accurate for the most part. 
And I, I look at that and I say, okay, well, he's got a great ability to at least help Atlanta be somewhat relevant, especially from an offensive perspective. And, I, and the thing is now he has an offensive minded, minded coach. I think that can actually get the most out of him. Um, your thoughts and kind of where, where you look, I don't think they're going to be necessarily a playoff. Well, they, they could be a playoff team, but their defense is just so bad. I, I just see them being kind of mediocre again. Yeah. Um, I mean, you made the comparison to the Cowboys earlier and I think that that's exactly what it is. I mean, Matt Ryan, I mean, their defense was horrendous and giving up huge leads and, and all that. And it's not like Matt, it's not like, again, it wasn't Matt Ryan's fault that he didn't do anything to, for them to have the record that they have. Um, but yeah, no, I, I still wouldn't be surprised if they draft someone though, to be honest, because, you know, I think like just have him sit for a year or two and have Matt Ryan actually do like an Alex Smith, Matt Patrick Mahomes type of situation. But obviously like that very rare, you very rarely see that happen, especially when you take a guy in the top four, which I mean, that's their pick right now is four. So, I mean, I don't really, I couldn't really see it happening, but the defense needs a lot of help. Um, but I think Arthur Jones is a good hire. I think that they'll take some pressure off him if they can get uh, a running back, you know, a running game or a running back to have a running game. But, you know, if they can get a running game, obviously Arthur Smith's big play action guy, big running game. And it helps with you on Der- Derrick Henry in the background, in the backfield, like he did at, at Tennessee. But, um, you know, I think that, I think they'll be solid. And I think that they were solid at the end of last year, to be honest with you, they were playing good football at the end of last year. So um, they just had a disastrous start and their defense was again, horrendous. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and the one thing I was thinking too, so why I want to wrap up is kind of talking about these draft quarterbacks coming in, right? Cause this is a really good QB class. And I think Trevor Lawrence is going to go one to the Jags. I think everyone kind of thinks that yep. now there are some people who think Zach Wilson is the best quarterback in the draft. And um, I think, look, you know, if everyone looks at that coastal Carolina game, forgetting that coastal Carolina was a top 10, 12 football team. This good season, football team. Yep. They were, they were really good. And look, mm-hmm. they're not Alabama, but few teams are. And Trevor Lawrence, I don't think he played poorly in the Ohio state game. I think he played well, but again, the thing that, that what I look at, I say, okay, Trevor Lawrence, you know, I think has the ultimate potential to be a, a great quarterback. I think he's going to be good when he comes in, yeah. but I think Zach Wilson can be very effective when he comes in, because I think that he has a lot of dynamic big time plays in him. Cause he, you know, he likes to run around, make these crazy throws. I'm not saying he's going to be guys like Aaron Rodgers or Patrick Mahomes that do that, but I think the jets, I think that's just, a, you know, an obvious choice to take it too. I don't know how you feel about it. No, I agree. I think one, two, I think one, two is going to be Lawrence and Wilson. And I think that that's, I can pretty much lock that in. I feel like at this point. And then after that, I mean, it's, it's interesting. It's really interesting. Uh, I'm not the biggest fields guy. Uh, I like Mac Jones over fields. And then I think the most interesting one is Trey Lance because he's just a freak athlete, but like, you know, obviously North Dakota state, I mean, Carson Wentz came out and was very effective up until pretty much this last year, but he's the most polarizing one to me. So I'm really interested. And I think that the QBs are going to fly off the board. I think they're, I think probably the top, there's going to be four in the top five. I think I I really do. And I think Mac, there might be five in the top 10. It might be like a like a 2017 Baker Mayfield, Josh Allen, Rosen, like that type of situation. Talk a little bit for the people out there. Uh, you know, how's your uh, life up at UMass these days? And or if you are up at UMass, I don't know if you're off camp, you know, where you are, but just like talk about like, you know, how the semester has been for you. Um, I'm always interested to hear kind of, you know, how people are adjusting to this whole COVID life situation. 
Yeah, sure. So, uh, yeah, I am up in Amherst. Uh, I live off campus, lived here for, for two years. Um, but yeah, you know, it's obviously uh, online, not not how you want to be, especially for your last like year year of school. Uh, we actually just got the news today, though, that we'll have an in-person graduate graduation. So that's that's exciting for me. Um, but I mean, you know, li life up here is good. It's uh, you really just kind of get a lot closer with your immediate friends, you know, trying to limit your your groups and and such. So that's been really fun for the lot for this year. And, uh, you know, just just crazy that it's almost over, to be honest. But, uh, you know, we making the best out of a, out of a bad situation. But uh, yeah, all, all is good here. All, all is good up here. So um, can't, can't, can't really complain too much. Well, appreciate you being on the podcast today. It was definitely fun. I haven't had a real chance to talk a whole lot of NFL free agency with a lot of people because as you know, I, I talk mostly basketball on this mm -hmm. show anyway, mm -hmm. but always good to talk football. And I, I appreciate uh, you, you know, coming on the podcast. And it's always good to see you again. Obviously, I saw you all the time last yeah. year in practice, but it's yep. weird uh, with this whole situation, but you know, I, you know, I'm glad to hear things are well up there and uh, you know, hope that hope to have you back on again soon when other things happen. Let me know. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I appreciate you having me. This was a lot of fun to, to chop it up with you. Obviously, you know, miss seeing you and the guys all the time. Uh, there was a period of time like last month and I was like, man, I really miss basketball and being back in the gym, but, uh, you know, uh, yeah, man, always great to see you. Always great to talk to you. If you ever, uh, if you ever need someone to come on, this is a lot of fun and I, you know, I'd love to do it again. Absolutely. All right, man. You take it easy and uh, have a good day. Thanks, man. You too. Appreciate it. If you like that clip, subscribe to Shred Takes Podcasts for more content and videos uploaded on this channel.